Blog Talk Radio. Good girls ain't no fun, I still can't Find a nigga that touched that, I don't know one And I ain't searching for it, never trust but I'm working on it Fell in love with that rock game Swim pool, you surfing on it like Yonsei do the surfboard Surfboard, they still think you a church girl We linking up in your days off and I still give you that work girl Like work, twerk, do it like that video Wanted that for a long time, cool with the I get it though First year we both fronted, we had feelings we didn't show Second year we couldn't hide it Funny part, they didn't know How to something that's so wrong feels so right But who to tell you you wrong, no, this your life Word up You bring your feelings to me, I never show Nobody has made me feel this way before I'm a good girl, but I wanna be bad for you Niggas hatin' on us, you know Lord they ain't right Cause I broke a lot of hearts, ain't do them girls right You broke hearts too, but that boy ain't fight So they don't deserve it, they feel like it's perfect I'm loving your style, the way you preserve it You look in my eyes and see what's inside You know that it's pride, they say that I'm worth it But baby, I'm ready, really I'm ready I'm ready like never before I'ma just give you a key to my heart you be the first that I let in the door I used to hear that you play with them guys They never was sore, all you was hearing about me and the women Ain't trust us before, you know what you're doing what they said, you know what we on When we in bed, it's like we on stage And I got the mic, so let me perform, sing it You bring your feelings to me, I never show Nobody has made me feel this way before I'm a good girl, but I wanna be bad for you The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, The Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. Hey, guys. This is Lisa the Empress, and we're going to get... We're going to get real. We're just get real. Whenever we get the women together, we don't have any problem, baby. 
No problem at all. Empire is a place where we talk about what everybody says they want to know the truth about. It's in the back of their heads, and tonight is no different. You know, it is February. It is the shortest month of the year. It is Black History Month, and we always talk about love. And you know what? We're not going. We're not going. We're not going to stop there. We're not going to just talk about love because I don't even really know if it's real. I learned a little bit last week. Yes, I did. But I decided I wanted to hear it from a female perspective. I wanted to hear it from my girls. I wanted to hear it from my sisters, my queens, the ladies who can articulate exactly what I think, maybe, or can, you know, get me together. Because, you know, sometimes I'm out of order. I'm out of order. I'm out of pocket. And we have on live blog tonight, Shamika Michelle and Chris Clay, my girls, it's Chris Clark, I'm sorry. My girl's from Naked Girls. Now, I don't know if they're naked. No, I know they're not naked because I'm looking at them. They're live yeah, on like Facebook right now. <laughs> even though, even you know, though before it's all over, I don't, we, I don't even know what she's going to do. Before it's all over, I'm this career is over. Yeah, she always cold. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I don't know if y'all uh, heard that. I'm not sure if they're going to get naked for real now. I, I, oh, but I, you know, you know nakedness. And after that, I'm here to do the talk. I'm here to talk about I've it. Seen book it goes down, it just goes down. <laughs> so, I've seen a book cover, so you know she ain't got no problem. <laughs> so, I guess you know. not. You know, it, you know, if you got it, I ain't even mad. You know, and y'all know me on the Empire. I'm a little boy. You know, I'm real extra when it comes to being nosy. <laughs> by the ears, but I'm nosy by the eyes, too. I will look now. I look now. But I'm not going to get naked. We're going to try to get it started. But we got our girls, Shamika, Michelle, and Chris Clark on uh, Blog Talk tonight, as well as live on Facebook. And we want them to introduce themselves in case you don't know who they are and what their naked girls uh, international, I'm saying it's international, it's, gonna, it's blown up, it's big. No, it's, it's international, yes. This is That's a right. movement. Tell us a little bit about yourself, ladies. <laughs> well, it's Jamika Michelle talking. I'm an author, speaker, and personal empowerment advocate. And my passion is just seeing people live life authentically, be free, be open, be honest, and uh, live naked. And I'm yeah. Chris Clark. <laughs> I'm Chris Clark. Um I am a licensed cosmetologist of 20 years. I am a mother, a wife, a student, North Carolina Central University, represent Eagle Pride. And um, I'm, I'm like her. Um, I'm interested in people living living free, not not hiding behind the mask. And when I, when Shamika was already doing this before I came along, and when I saw this, I was like, this has to be something that I'm a part of because as a woman, I'm tired of us walking around hiding. Ooh, it's a yes, movement. Yes, ma'am, mm-hmm. it's movement. And you know what? We I don't even think that people understand that we ain't mad. We ain't mad. Yes. We just we trying mad. to get it together. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So I, this show was kind of born out of me with my girlfriends kind of talking about emotions and women. And then I run on Shamika giving the business to us on Facebook <laughs> about women and their experiences 
bringing them to these emotional states. And if you would, just share a little bit about why you did that blog, because I know there's a backstory all the time about why you're so impassioned. I love to listen to you. What happened? Like, what happened? blog on to... Uh, are you still there? It's going in and out. <coughs> Jamaica? Hi, I'm here. Can you hear me? It's going in and out. Yeah, yeah I can hear you very well. Um, there is a like a two or three second delay sometimes, but um, if you hear the form of the question, just go ahead and talk. I don't want to uh, stop you, but I'm just trying to understand what made you post that video about women and their emotions because you gave us the business. Um, probably because we, I don't know, we're just so emotional. And um, it's funny because I just saw, like, sometimes I'm not even aware of what's going on on a grand scale, it may be something that has just happened in my life that I'm witnessing, but, and then it just so happens to be relevant to other people. Um, And it's funny because when we talk about emotions, I think I was telling you that I had just read a story where a woman left her husband because he was a Donald Trump supporter. And I just thought that was so emotional of her, Unless, of course, he's treating her like trash. I mean, but just from that, that to me is just us being overly emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, just instances in life, I can't really pinpoint exactly what made me, you know, say that. But most of the time, it's just something that I've seen personally. um, And it then it just happens to be relevant to more people. What about you, Chris? Um, when we making blogs, as you saying, what pompous to talk? Um, yeah, I think that is for me. It'd be something I experienced that day, especially being on a college campus. It's like I'm living. I I am a part of the mistakes that we have made as Black women, meaning as parents, as mothers. I'm in the classroom with college kids that should be the next uh, uh, bright rising future, the elite, uh, the talented 10th. I'm in the classroom with the talented 10th, and they are disrespectful, not equipped for the world. And they, and it's not their fault. It's our fault as women. And we're so consumed over relationships that we're not paying attention to our children. And I, and that, that pushes me to make videos about these things that we are doing that is making our kids worse. And I'm tired of looking at Facebook and watching us pretend like we don't see the things that's happening. And I'm like, how much right. is going to happen? How much we got to lose? You're about to lose like mm. five generations of kids. Wow. That we saw we saw this happening, and now we live in it, and don't nobody want to say nothing. So when we when we making a blog, when we getting up, and when we doing the lives and stuff like that, we're not saying it just because we mad about something or irritated about something. We saying we're gonna go ahead and put this out there so so everybody can stop pretending that is there. You can love us, you can hate us, we don't really care, but it's for real. So let's talk right. about this. 
Right. Well, you you brought up a lot of different points that are just like like overwhelming because I, I totally agree. I haven't been in college in a very long time, but it's sad to say that truth that we're losing our women. And when we lose the woman, I think we automatically lose the man. And I think for a long time we've been looking up to looking to the man for the answer when we ourselves have to find it. What is the biggest no no? What is what is the biggest issue? I know we got a lot of them, but if you had to pick one particular thing between uh you ladies, uh each of you can answer. What is the one thing that you think if we if we did this right here, we would be much better as a collective woman? Um be honest for me. Yeah, truth. Yeah. Truth. I'm talking about the truth that when you alone by yourself and you look in the mirror, who is it that you see? The truth of the person you don't you don't even want to believe is there. That person, her, you need to bring her out and talk to her. You need to heal her. Because mm-hmm. you can't be good for nobody if you don't heal her. And and mm. then and the thing is if you don't talk about it, there's no accountability. So you gotta talk about it. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And and the thing yeah. is, and, and 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 doing that before we are mothers and wives, we are we are women. Before you're a woman, you're just a regular person. You know, people get into those gender roles and stuff. I'm not talking about cooking, cleaning, and stuff like that. But I am saying there are certain things that make you a woman. You can mm-hmm. pick whichever one you want. And I feel like a lot of us walk around with this badge and honor of being a woman, and we're not doing anything that classifies what womanhood is. Now we're picking wow. up queen status, and we're not even regular peasants. And now you want to be a queen? Mm-hmm. What makes you that? Mm-hmm. And that's just real. I'm not throwing no shade. I'm not perfect. I done had a lot to I done, I done, I done been stripped down, and, mm-hmm. and I'm walking around thinking I'm real nice. And don't be doing stuff. I done had to look at myself like, wow, I didn't trick my own self. Mm. But I ain't really tricked myself. You get what I'm saying? I I, I was <laughs> pretending like I tricked myself. So anyway, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I'm just like, we gotta just be honest. Well, the truth. If you you live truth, you live naked. You'll be alright. Now that was Shamika. Is it? What What about you, Chris? Because I know Chris. that <laughs> I was, that was talking to sound the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, I just thought was my twin. Mine was just be honest, and then Chris elaborated. Yeah, yeah. he's agreeing. Okay, yeah. because I was telling the meaning to honest. Yeah. <laughs> now you and and that exactly speaks a, a big truth about how common we are with some of the same issues. I don't even think most women want to acts as if we're basically the same when you break all of the other titles down. I love when you said before being anything else, we are just women. Now, in the truth of being a woman, I found out through just studying um, about this topic of emotions and women that men are actually more emotional than we are. They just have a better way of hiding their emotions. Why do you think that women um, keep this facade, because I, I, I've i heard it. Uh, I may have even said it. You know, she is a different type of female than me. Like, we made out of something totally different. Like, I'm not going through that. I won't do that. That A man won't ever do those things to me. And then you turn around, and, and life will make a lie out of you because we We only heard because, up to because. 
tone about, I mean, I'm not saying be hard or be a dude, but are there some things that we just are just overly emotional about more so than others? As women? Yes. It have went yeah. out a little bit, so. Yeah, definitely. I think there are things that we're overly emotional about. Um but I also think, too, society, we feel the pressure of being what society says we have to be. Unless you're honest, you feel the pressure of being superwoman because that's what society says you have to be. And Chris mm-hmm. uh, had a quote like, you know, I just said I wanted to be a woman. I never said I wanted to be super. But it's like society tells mm-hmm. us that we have to be superwomen. And, you know, like for me, It was funny because I was just laughing with somebody um, on Facebook a a little bit ago when they were saying if her house is dirty, her ass is dirty. And so, like, I went up there and I was like, my house is turned upside down right now. You know, we were just laughing about it. Right. She's about to go to the club. She is in the tub. See, her ass ain't dirty. I'm just here to say that. I'm like, bitch, we are supposed to be gone. You already late. You was taking a bubble bath every day. I mean, I'm not, I mean, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's funny because, you know, sometimes you do feel that pressure, like, I have to do this. I have to do that. Society says I have to be A, B, C, D, or I don't measure up as a woman. And so when it comes to being honest, like, you know, I ha- I have to say, you know what, I'm not the neatest person in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some things that I can do very well, and then there are some things that I'm just not good at, and I'm okay mm-hmm. with not being good at it. You know, that's me being honest. That's me being real with it. Like, you know, I'm not superwoman. Today I may not feel like cooking a four- or five-course meal. Today we might be eating cookout, and guess what? You're going to be okay with it, and I'm going to be okay. I'm still going to be a woman. And then tomorrow if I feel like fixing Sunday dinner on Tuesday, then that's what it is. But, you know, I think we have to stop allowing society to tell us, um, you know, hold us to such high standards that we know we can't meet because sometimes that pressure can just weigh us down. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, so so this is the this is the funny thing. So Shamika's been married before. So Shamika's kind of like on the end where like I ain't taking no shit no more, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so where (laughs) I'm married now and it's new for me. So some of the ways I might see things is a little different. Now going back to the what the the the. The thing, if her house dirty, she don't wash her ass. Now, I do think that on a regular basis, once you're in a relationship, you don't have to pretend. But I'm like, if you got a dude coming over for the first time and you ain't clean your house up, I just think that say something about you because you ain't even ready, really willing to like whatever. Now, her, she a little defiant, right? So I could see her purposely leaving her house like that just so he really know that she ain't going to do it if she don't feel like it. <laughs> and that's just how she is. But the flip side of it all, one thing mm-hmm. I can say is that she loves, she's not a hard woman, right? So when you're mm-hmm. a woman that's saying what you're not going to do and you're not going to do, she don't pretend that she is something that she not. There's a lot of women with a, women with a whole bunch of lists of don'ts, but they still say that right. they're so great. 
Right. Yeah. So I'm saying you can't really say that because if you want a man that do this, 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 you can't give him a list of things that he will be looking for a woman for and say, but I don't do none of the things on your list that you're looking for and then say, right. but I should be so great because I make more money than you. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I, I don't know if does that make that doesn't make us any less of a woman. Doesn't make us any less no, of a woman. Less, but I don't know. It's kind of like should somebody be looked at in a way they not though. That's like everybody winning the race. Everybody getting first place. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. I get what like I'm that. saying. They have so to it's give like a, uh, you playing tug of war and say it's a first place and a second place. No, somebody won and somebody lost in tug yeah, of like, war. Like if yeah. you don't have one good meal, you know how to cook. Right. One, not spaghetti, <laughs> nothing. It's funny because you were saying um, uh, there are certain things that I feel like make a woman not ready. Like I, I tell people if she don't have an extra roll of toilet paper, she ain't ready. <laughs> you go to her house and you know she don't have an extra roll of toilet paper. She ain't. She's not ready. Right. Well, let's talk about some things that do, uh, that, that, that actually hurt, okay? So it, it hurts to be cheated on, okay? I have heard women brag about being so stoic and being so okay after they have, I guess, found out that the man of their life has cheated on them or they've lost a girlfriend because she, she's she got a best friend and, and she's found out she's not the, the best friend. Like, are, are, what, what expectations do you have uh, for yourself? Because we can't speak for all women. We can only give our own testimonies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it is an emotional happening when you find out that something is not like what you thought it was, just on a, on a regular. So it's even the more so when it comes to the men in our lives. Do you think that we're doing something to prevent us from being authentic when it comes to uh, male-female relationships? Because that's where I kind of want to go, because that's kind of where you went um, on the video. In essence, we are just pretty much bitching up and being okay with things that you really shouldn't, and then we're being kind of passe with things you should be, like, really upset about, like the strong black woman idea. You know, it's okay for you not to be mad, and, you know, I can get another one next day. You know, Beyonce messed us up a little bit. She really, really did. You know, I'm, I love her, but she messed us up a little bit, acting as if we should be emotionless. What is it that we're needing to do to change how we respond to men with regard to our emotions? Either one of you ladies. Uh, it's, it's Tamika. I don't necessarily think Beyonce was telling us to be emotionless. I kind of feel like she was saying don't be so emotional. Or don't uh, respond out of emotion. There's a saying that you have to separate someone's lack from their worth. And I think as women, a lot of times, we automatically place, uh, let's just say monogamy, we automatically place that as a lack and forget about all of the things that the man is worth to us. Um, And we place a lot of um, weight. On on sex, 
And I think that that, first of all, that should be between two people and what they want to, how they want to define their relationship as to whether or not it's monogamous or whether or not they can go out and do their own thing. I think it should be between those two people and society shouldn't say what that relationship is Mm -hmm. supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in saying that as well, women have to be honest with what they can and cannot deal with at the same time. Like if you know you can't deal with your man being with somebody else, that's something that you have to be honest about from the beginning and not just try to say you're good with it because people are saying monogamy is not for couples. It's like you have to do that goes back again to us being honest, us being um, authentic, and uh, just keeping it naked. You know, if I can't handle something, I just can't handle it. Whereas Brenda down the street may be fine with it. I'm not Brenda. So I have Mm -hmm. to do what's best for Shamika, or Shamika is going to be somewhere hooked up to machines in the hospital or six feet under. So I I think we have to just start being honest with what we can and can't deal with and not judge your sister. If your sister is okay with, you know, her man paying all the bills, but he dip out a little bit sometime, you got to be okay with that because that's her. It's whatever she can handle. You might can't handle it, but she can. So, I think we we put our nose sometimes in places that don't belong or we try to mimic other people's relationships and we just can't do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was Shamika. Chris, did you want to yes. add on to that? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it's funny because I was just talking to a 23-year-old, 23-year-old girl about this. Um, uh, so I got a lot of things, but I'm going to keep it short. My first thing is, if this cheating conversation was so easy and men was just all this stuff was going to change, we wouldn't still be talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I just don't think we, we know women don't leave men that cheat. I don't even understand why we keep having this conversation. The problem is that people think once you get married, the man's supposed to magically not be like the boyfriends. We stay with boyfriends for mad years with his cheating ass then somebody get with their husband, and then the world expects you to leave your husband because it's your husband, and it's the person that you've loved enough, that's loved you enough to wife you, and then, or you've loved enough to let be your husband, and then because of an infidelity, people expect you to, people leave because people expect mm. them to leave. Yes. So yes. we be feeling like we're stupid for staying. I yeah. think it's wrong for, like she said, for people to put that pressure on other women, women when we know we don't leave somebody we don't want to be with, else we'd have left them before the cheating. And I always made it clear to all my friends, you don't even got to worry about it, telling me nothing, because I don't leave till I'm ready. Most people tell women that they man is cheating because they want them to leave. If you want your friend to know, you tell her so she had the information. Sometimes you got to stack it up a little high before it break apart. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. If you care about your friend, you'll just wanted to have the information. So that's how you know yeah. that a lot of times when people tell people stuff, it's selfishly motivated. However, mm. I think this, 
truth in a relationship between men and women goes such a long way. I think women don't let men tell them exactly what they want. And because men don't get married till they're really in love and women get married or always dating a dude based on a list of 10 things that they're looking for on the outside, the attributes, that means that they love a man on, they love men usually on circumlight, what you call it, on the attributes when men fall in love with that thing in us. And then, and because we can't understand that because we pick a man based on what they can do for us, we don't understand that when they do go out and have, and have an affair that is just about a nice ass they saw. We think that it means more than what it means, right. and then you throw away your whole family to try to find another man who don't do the same shit to you that somebody else, that the last man did. I think that that's crazy. I just, right, I'm right, not right. telling women to deal with it. Like she said, you should know what you got to deal with. What I'm saying is that how long are we going to have this argument for before we decide that you don't need to talk about it no more. You got to know what you have with somebody. Now, part of the problem is people, women is dating no good dudes, so they don't see no value in them other than sex. Mm. And the sex mm. is the only love that you feeling. Men loving us on the out, feel, pick us for the inside, and we only feel the love from a man by letting them inside of us. So now we think that when they inside somebody else, that that actually means they love them the same because we have put our relationship and boxed our whole relationship up in sex. Now, for some of us, that's all it is. But when you're in a good working relationship, a great business, just because your business partner smokes cigarettes don't mean that you damn leave them. And for mm-hmm. men, having sex with women is just as trivial as smoking cigarettes. Now, some people smoke crack, but I'm just saying. You get what I'm saying? So we know that this is happening, and you just got to know what work for you. And the, and the only reason why I said all that is because every time we have a forum, when we put men on there, tell the women what they want, the, men, the yeah. women stand there and argue with them about it. You can't argue about a man. He telling you what he wants, and he right. ain't telling right. you because he don't want you. He's telling you what he wants in general. How you how we gonna have a how you gonna argue with the panel of men that could get any woman they want and you telling them that ain't right? Right, 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 right. right. That's amazing. To me. Okay, they do that all the time. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Now, you you just answered another question that I had written, which was, do we push them into the arms of other people with just some of the inconsistencies in ourselves? And I, I think you just answered that. Um, um, do you think that if there's any truth to she made me do it, like from a female perspective with what you yeah, just told me, because true. I totally, totally agree with what you just said. But is there a type of woman or a type of emotional status of woman that actually can pretty much give him the application or uh, give him the tools to get the hell up out of the relationship with you? Do, do you think that him saying, you know, you pushed me away, if that is that real? I think, I think that's Devon so always said, yeah, it goes, it's like, that's a... Because we was kind of talking about that this morning. So he's saying, like, say, for example, men are taught you don't leave your home no matter what. Mm-hmm. When they marry a woman, for the, the only time a man usually really leave a woman, because usually women will leave the man, the man. The only time a man will really leave a woman if he feel like he going to damn beat her up. 
and wind up in jail mm-hmm. or something. Right? Right. So in saying that, um, I think that men simply see other beautiful women. I, 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 it doesn't I, – I, I have done hair for 20 years. We have had um, – it's been – I've been in barbershops. We had a barbershop upstairs. So I've been around a lot of conversations. So I may quote Javon a lot because, you know, that's who I'm having a conversation with more now. But the reason why I really knew when we were having conversations it was coming from a real place and him not just trying to – put some game on me is because I had sat in the barbershop and listened to men have these conversations where they were loving their wife and they had just cheated and they just was like, but I really, really love my wife. Like I gave her oh my, my name, God. like all I got in this world is my name. And because of how women view men, we don't view men in a, like they're worthy. You know what I'm saying? So wow. already we come to it with a side eye. We don't see them as kings anyway. So when we go into it, we don't think they name mean shit. So when they give it to us, you get what I'm saying? We devalue it. So, again, I think that men cheat when they want to. But if you want to know what who I think the fault is, I think the media is the fault. I think scandal is the fault. I think love and hip-hop is the fault. I think being Mary yeah. Jane is the fault. Because what has happened is women has lowered, have lowered their standards, and every woman don't mind. So many women don't mind being side women anymore. So now a man, mm. a man who might have ran into women here and there, you can fuck a woman coming out the grocery store if you if you look cute enough. They don't even mm. have to the next until they ain't got the risk being out in the restaurant with you no more. Nothing. So I say to anybody, you want to talk to me about somebody cheating? How about don't fuck nobody, man? We nah. ask men not to mess with women. Don't they mess with women? They not messing. They not messing with imaginary people. You get what I'm yes, saying? So I'm just like women. Yeah. Stop being side chicks. And if so, shut up. Yeah. It ain't no bad. Don't tell nobody. Get it when you getting it. Don't knock on nobody door. Like, use a side chick. Stay in your place. Stay in oh. your place. You wouldn't have oh it. I'll be real petty, bitch. You cannot have him. We is going to tug a war. You is not. So I'm just saying, like, we got a problem, and, and, and the media has done this to us. Now we got a bigger problem than we've ever had before. Yes. Let me tell you something. I swear. I promise you, I take notes, and I'm I'm live now on on Facebook to prove this because I all I did was say, Shamika, you and your girlfriend, let's get on here and let's talk to the women about the things. And I swear to God, you just went through half of what I've already written down about men and the misconceptions that women have about like she can sex him so good that he gonna leave his house, or women who out of of infidelity moment or one little, you know, point in time where he got weak and things didn't work out and he stepped out, you now want to trash an entire uh, relationship instead of trying to face it and work it out because your girlfriend said, you know, Mm -hmm. you should leave him. Mm -hmm. I swear to you, it's going to hear her man if she find out he cheated. Your girlfriend ain't going to leave her man. But you know what? I I think that a decent man won't even make you think. Now, if you be snooping, you get what you get when you snoop because if it's supposed to be hidden, it's supposed to be hidden. 
But a good man mm-hmm. won't have you wondering what he's doing. Exactly. So you'll be like, well, when the hell did you get time to do that? Exactly. You'll be like, right. ain't no way this man is always together. We always together. I just, you're going to have to show me a picture. I ain't got no pictures. It shouldn't be no trail. Right. You should almost well, be that you should almost be that naive exactly. to be like I'm uh, uh, not my man because exactly. if he give you so many loopholes to figure out when he could have been with somebody that he don't care enough about you for you to you know to make sure that you your heart is your okay. heart ain't broke so, yeah so you just in a place of peace like he should mm-hmm. want you in a place of peace that. He goes above and beyond not to bring that to your doorstep. Mm -hmm. Not just that a female is coming to your doorstep, but that just the whole situation, you should not have to deal with that at all. Mm -hmm. So if he's going to cheat, he needs to cheat very well. Or, or, you know what I'm saying, if he's going to be with somebody else, it it shouldn't come to you. You should yeah. never be sitting worried, feeling, wondering, mm-hmm. feeling less than, none of that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think if he cares about you enough, he'll get with somebody that know they wouldn't even dare think about disrespecting mm-hmm. you like mm-hmm. that. Like, she'll know I'm the side chick and I better shut the hell up or he going to leave me and he ain't going to mess with me no more. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. he really that dude, He'll have her to the point where she wouldn't dare call you. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't dare try to mm-hmm. tell her friend so that her friend could get the message back to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to ask this question. Can you, can you hear me okay? okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, so I was about to say something. You know, I just be running off at the mouth because y'all just, I'm, I'm writing like I'm in school. <laughs> well, um, the fact is, we're going to open up the lines because uh, the ladies are boxing me wanting to just say I agree, I disagree, or whatever you have to say. And the way that we do that is by opening up the lines and letting you know you're on the air by giving the last four digits of your phone number. When I say the last, you got to first, you got to know where you call from, okay? Because we don't call ourselves, but just think about it for a second. If you hear your last four digits of your phone number, then you know that your line is open. But before opening the line, I want everybody to kind of get themselves together because I don't want to open up your line and then you don't say nothing. You don't have to identify yourself. You don't have to disclose anything. This is not uh, communion. You do not have to give us discovery. You can either just say hello, I'm enjoying the show, uh, ask questions of both, or, or either Shamika or Chris. Or myself concerned these emotions and women. And the thing about it is, is just what you just said, the things that you just said, I had already had information to share with the listening audience about the fact that the truth of the matter is women cheat just as much as men. Women cheat just as much as men. You can look at statistics, and it actually says that women cheat just as much and that their affairs are usually more dangerous because they're not just physical. Mm -hmm. Um, Women cheat because... Oh, go ahead. I was just saying um, to my client, I said, the problem is we're having this conversation because every woman got a skeleton in her closet, which is the worst yes, shit ma'am. she ever thought she would do. Yes, and ma'am. because it's our worst thing, we just say, well, men got to be worse. You know what I'm saying? We right. think of whatever that worst is. We got to not be using condoms and everything. Like, we think that they walking around way hornier than we mm-hmm. are, but that's not mm-hmm. because they're not taught to see sex like we are. We've been taught right. to suppress it. We don't celebrate our sexuality and we, you know, and all these things. So when we go do something, we done 
extra lives and made it more than it needed to be than just a quick thing. We don't have to have fall in love and everything. And when we yes. go ahead and do it, we'll do the worst. The, we'll try to do it all in one day because right. we try yes. to say we ain't going to never do it again. And the thing is, <laughs> we don't even really be in love. We don't. It just be a, a void we trying to fill. But when you sit back and think about it, you don't even really love that person you think you love. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You can drop them like an opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's the yeah. problem. Women know what we're doing, so they keep thinking men is doing worse. Right. And the thing is, the other point that I want to make before I open up the lines, uh, everybody, I'll think about the last four digits that you called in on before we get to you. But men, and and this is not stuff I'm just pulling out of my behind. These are things that I had to go on to at least two or three, not winky bots, not Wikipedias. I went on to real yeah. websites, real real websites and uh, articles, even some at the university level of study with regard to psychology, sociology, and relationship concerning these facts. And it says that more than not, and actually statistically, more men still are in love with the women that they choose in marriage, even with long-standing affairs, that their sex drive is the only thing that ties them to that person. And as long as they're having that physicality with the person, the the results of possibly reconnecting with the person that they've actually chosen as a wife or partner is 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 going to be at risk. So women are are more dangerous cheaters. They cheat just as much as men. But men who do cheat and are married are not going to leave that relationship for you. Now, I'm sure everybody, somebody knows somebody who said, I left, yes, she left, she really left. But I can guarantee you, and statistically it shows, that the likelihood of that relationship lasting any length longer than the relationship he cheated in is is almost null. He won't even but make it But you know what, half. that's not even, when you think about it, that's not even like a, a far-fetched thought because if men are only really looking at women as sex, then there's mm-hmm. not as much of an emotional connection. So they're not going into it because they don't love their wife. they like, oh, she's a good object for sex. Women, mm-hmm. when we go into doing it, you have to create this idea that this means mm-hmm. more to you than you do. So you actually go there thinking you're mad at your man. He ain't no mm-hmm. good. He don't do this. Mm-hmm. He don't do that. So now you mm-hmm. put his work down and say that this person is the thing that's filling up the space. So it is a more dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Not it's only, very much more dangerous. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is Shemekia. Um, not only that, a man is not going to leave because we treat men like they're stupid. They mm-hmm. aren't stupid. Mm-hmm. They're smart. They're intelligent. And if they're just mm-hmm. dipping out for just sex, that's all. They know what they have at home. They know that they yeah. have that person that they can build with, they can grow with, that they can share their dreams with, that they can cry in front of. They know what they have at home. So to think that your sex is going to get them to drop all of that, that shows really that you're not as smart as a woman as you think you are because a man is mm. not going to tear his whole family when if he really loves that woman that he's married to, he's not gonna leave her just off some good sex. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna mm-hmm. keep being that good sex for him. 
You know what I'm saying? Even if it's five, six, ten years, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just sex. We've had a sex show on here as well, and people got to get over this. We're just over sex. We think that it's so much more powerful than it is. Um, I'm not quite sure yet that love is even more powerful. Well, I think it comes down to choice, but we're going to open up the lines. You can ask myself or Shamika or Chris any question that you have. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. First caller's number is 3204. You're on the air. You have a question? Blessing. I was the first caller. This is Misty. And uh, I was on when the music was playing, but um, I was just I don't really have a question. I follow these sisters. I've hey, talked to them personally. What's up, sisters? So it's a great show. Um, I, you know, whenever I come in and support them, I always like to give them a little testimony. Um, when I started following them, Shamika Michelle and Chris Clark was a, a very, and I'm very transparent as well, but these sisters brought life back into my life. And, wow. you know, I just want, you know, and I tell on every platform I'm going to tell it because this is what we need. We need black mm. women to raise voices because, like y'all said in the beginning, you know, we need to be able to come together and be the vanguard and help these children, and that's that's my mm. passion. So, you mm. know, I was just having a conversation with a younger sister today. She was like, why don't we support each other? Black women are jealous of each other. We mm-hmm. we lack self love, you know, and mm-hmm. so we don't. We I have a community. I'm in the community, you and I support everybody. I if you're doing something, I'm gonna get behind you and support you. If you're worth supporting, mm-hmm. but I realize mm-hmm. I don't get that support in return, and that's okay. I'm gonna keep loving you, sister. I'm gonna keep being your sister, you know, and hopefully, you know, I plant that seed where you see there. She support me all the time. I don't support shit she do. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll change our sisters because we have mm-hmm. it is us and it see when the brothers don't come together, we don't have to worry about black men. We have mm-hmm. to worry about us because if you got a mm-hmm. uh <laughs> groups full of black women, where you think the brothers gonna be? Right up mm-hmm. in the sisters' faces. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we don't have to focus our attention on black men. We have to concentrate on us getting our mm-hmm. stuff together. So that we can raise this nation. I love these sisters. I follow them, you know, all the time. They're they're like my classroom, you know, and the bubbles in the beds, Mm -hmm. and that's the whole. But this is the Durham Durham team. I call them the Durham team, and I'm looking forward to working with them and actually bringing them into my community this year. We'll be to see. We'll be down there to see you in July. That is so wonderful to see. Well, I can't see y'all. I'm not on Facebook right now, but it's wonderful. Like, I I love it. And and it's not even hard to do to support your sisters when they're progressive. Like, it's I don't know where this competition thing came in. A lot of people would love to say that the men did it, but I watch women and we are just so super competitive when it's not even, it's not even a game. Like, we, we ain't even, like, I'm not even on the feel like I'm just I just came into the store I just walked in so like I love it I just think that that's the most wonderful thing to have a testament like that to you ladies materialism Uh, is what made us hate each other Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. codes materialism Mm -hmm. bag shoes hair Mm -hmm. bottom line when everybody was walking around as regular black women we won't hating on Mm -hmm. each other that much 
here and there you hate on somebody if she got the baddest the baddest dude, the one with the most of money that everybody wanted. You know what I'm saying? There's right. always been some right. Pam Grizz and stuff walking around. There's always been some Beyonce's, some women that mm-hmm. you just got to give them their credit. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, women walked around, regular women. That's why I'm like, I celebrate being regular. We're all the regular people. <laughs> Ain't it more regular people it is than celebrities? Yeah. These phones yeah. making us think that we, we all stars. And and so mm. now it's making people hate on each other. So it's materialism. We live in the effects of the 90s. That's mm. what's happened. Next caller, 8026. 8026, you're on the air. You have any questions for Shamika Michelle and Chris Clark? 8026. I'm here. Can you hear me, Sharon? Yeah, I can hear you. Thank Hello? you for calling. Yes, I can hear you. Great. You sound great. What you got? I'm just I'm just listening. I had a customer in today and um she kind of shared something with me that was uh, absolutely stunning to me. Um she was preparing for her her daughter's birthday party which is in in March. So mm-hmm. the dad to the, to her daughter is like 40 years old, but he's dating 22-year-old who mm. is all, about two years older than one of his kids. And the 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 ex that was in here today, she and the 22-year-old, it, they're the best of friends. They, I mean, they do everything together for, for the, the child. Um, it even got to the point to where she said the woman bought her underwear for Christmas, uh, she buy her clothing. They go out and drink. They have drinks together. Mm-hmm. They do everything mm-hmm. together. And I'm just standing there looking like, really, you know, mm-hmm. not that I. So what? Not not now, Shamika and see, I got so much to say about that. Listen, I, I really do. But I'm, you're the guest. I want to open up the floor. Uh, and it sounds like a pretty much an agreed love triangle. So what what do you ladies have to say about that? I'm gonna let, I definitely want Shamika to answer that. Um, well, they aren't together anymore, right? They just have a child together. Is that what she's saying? She just yeah, she just has a child. She has a child for the child's daddy is with someone else who is twenty twenty some years younger than he is. So it's actually the the. The child's mother has a child that's that age, but it's not his. But it's just mm-hmm. the age difference. But it just amazes me that she and this woman they go shopping together. They um, they buy each other gifts. Um, they go out and they have drinks. She says she has no. She cannot communicate with the dad. She don't want mm-hmm. to talk to him. She don't want to face him. She has nothing to say to him. Any communication in reference to the, their their daughter comes mm-hmm. by way of his girlfriend, and I'm looking like, really? So mm-hmm. I mean, am I wrong for looking really to the point to where you know I don't want my sister buying me any underwear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have to look at it no. Um, I this. The thing is, I think it's unfortunate that the woman can't communicate with the dad. I I do think it's great though that they get along 
she gets along with the new girlfriend. Um, I don't know about the underwear part. I can say that Mike and my ex-husband, they get along great. Like, he just went to my ex-husband's home, which is the home I used to live in, for the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. party. And he said it was the best Super Bowl party that he ever went to. Uh, we just had dinner together um, Monday, so it's like y'all been on trip, a family we, trip. Yeah, together. we've gone on family trips and stayed in the same condo, so we get along really well. Um, which a mm-hmm. lot of people would think is weird, but I always I say, you know, if you're watching a football game or basketball game or whatever, if the coach sees that something's not going right, he's going to call a timeout, going to switch some things around so that the team can win the game. That's how I mm-hmm. feel about my life. It just wasn't working out. So we had to call a timeout, switch some things around so we could win the game. I still love my ex-husband, but I could not function as his wife. So... Mm. You know, we just, just had to move children. some things around and so we could still raise our children and raise productive citizens. And we do that. We get along fine. Would I want him buying Mike some underwear? Probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to have a problem with that. I'm going to think something ain't right. But um, right. I, I think it's great that they get along. I just wish that she got along with the person that she had the kids with to start exactly. with. Like, I think it's unfortunate exactly. that their relationship is broken. I just heard um, I, I heard a, a woman say that she has had her husband, her boyfriend, she don't speak to the ex-husband. Her boyfriend, her husband has to go through her. Her husband has to go through her boyfriend in order to schedule stuff with the kid, with her child. She was like, he just, she can't, she can't, they don't be on the same page. So she has nothing to say to the ex-husband. So I was just like, wow, so for two men, you know, to have to work out when you're going, you know. So I'm like, at least the husband, as assholeish as he must be to her, at least he's still like a good enough man, I guess, in a sense, because... He is not. He's not concerned with going through mm-hmm. the boyfriend in order to see his child. So I still commend him for that part. Maybe they just their their personalities clash too much to even be able to figure stuff out. Yeah. Um, the thing is, if this is a twenty-two year old girl, we looking mm. at it being panties. They was just she needed some pants. She might don't have. I mean, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe it's something else. <laughs> you know. I don't well, know. Okay. I think it, it lends uh, to some credence that the men being able to, you know, uh, maybe older, but the thing is men just handle business different than women do. Business is just business most times. Getting to mm-hmm. the end result is just easier sometimes because they are able to put their emotions and feelings on a shelf unless they're pushed. And that's something else that I was going to tell you at the end of the show. But very much more often than not, women just are so compulsive to express mm-hmm. that feeling that was uh, res- that, that rose up out of the emotion. Because, see, emotions and feelings are different. And we'll talk about that at the end of the show. I want to go ahead and go to the next caller because they well, blow up my Let me say this right quick. Yeah, let me yeah, say yeah. this right quick. Now, when the, lady, when the lady says, should she feel some sort of way about that? 
that goes back to the other question that you asked us about relationship. You should feel mm-hmm. no way about a stranger. That's their thing. That's the whole problem, mm-hmm. that we walking mm-hmm. around feeling some sort of way about other people's things. That's mm-hmm. their thing. Mm-hmm. We got to mm-hmm. ask ourselves, why do we care about somebody else's things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that ain't saying nothing point. bad to you know. You could feel yeah. and hope somebody is not putting themselves in no bad situation, but if they having drinks and buying panties, they fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't look. I can't help you if you're not asking for help. If you're just telling me about your day, I, I have been in that place where I cared. I seem to care more about their relationship than they did, and they, I ain't even in that. I'm not even in that. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll listen to you and we can talk about it, but it's not about me. 2391, you're on the air with Shamika Michelle and Chris Clark, and we're talking about women and their emotions. Did you have a question? Um, I don't really have a question. I just pretty much have, like, a comment. Um, and, Sharon, you know who this is. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, um. My, I guess my comment will be, um, you know, I don't, I don't have a relationship with my child's father. So whenever, and my daughter is 13, so whenever they want, whenever he wants to see my child, he goes through my mom. He doesn't mm-hmm. know where I live. He doesn't know my phone number. Um, Carly mm-hmm. has a cell phone. So whenever she wants to, you know, talk to her, her dad, I don't block any of that, but um, it has nothing to do with me anymore because my daughter is of age to where she's able to make her own decisions, and then I don't block anything. I don't block the relationship um, that mm-hmm. she has with her dad, but I'm not in it anymore. So what do you mm-hmm. guys think mm-hmm. about that? That's a great I mean, question. That's a great question. I feel like that's fine that you have a person that's a mediator. Like, I mean, it's sometimes people's personalities just clash. Sometimes too many things has happened, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then when you already mm. feel negative about somebody, you put the vibration out before you even get there, and it's always going to clash. You know, kind of like right. when you think somebody done talked about you, and then you walk right. in the room, and the first thing you be like is, why is she looking at me funny? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> she could be, damn, think about something and, and be thinking her look could, could be about what's on her mind. Right. She could be trying to, damn, not scratch her nose or scratch her pussy in public. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could have this crazy look for something that's going on with her, but because you think, right. I think she don't like me, or I think she done talked about me, then you kind of right. like, why she doing that? So I think right. that in knowing, as long as you don't stand in the way right. of him yeah. seeing his daughter, I think that whatever relationship, whatever works, works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important part, that he still gets mm-hmm. to have that time with with his his child. That is ultimately the most important part. Mm-hmm. Like with with me, I just happen to still like my ex-husband regardless of the things that we went through. So we can still chit-chat about, hey, you know, he might want to run something past me like I was very instrumental in him building his business. He may want to run something past me, and I am simply just like, I have no hate or malice towards him. If I hadn't have been there, I wouldn't be here. So it's like mm. I'm so grateful for everything that happened because I feel like I'm in a great place now. And everything that took place pushed me to where I am right now. So I'm so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And I just have mm-hmm. no malice towards him. And I like him as a person. 
I just didn't mm-hmm. like him as my husband. So mm-hmm. it was like, you know, I still, we can shoot the shit. We can, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. sit, we sit beside each other at uh, basketball games. My child only got to look one place. When she want to throw up a, hey, I did it on the court, she looked one place. Mm-hmm. We all sitting right there together. So, right. I mean, and it's just because it's, it's just as simple as me saying I still like him. I just didn't like him as my mm-hmm. husband. That's all. No hard See, feelings. That, that's just so mature for both the caller and yourself because I'm going to just go ahead and just be transparent for a minute because I was not mm-hmm. that chick. You know, and I, I and there are usually two things that happen when there's that animosity, in my opinion. You know, I think I'm a psychologist, even though I didn't even finish that program. But mm-hmm. I think that most of the times when there's an issue where those persons who made the creation of the baby can't get along, they have some unfinished business, whether I hate you and I need you mm-hmm. to know I hate you, I need you mm-hmm. to know why I hate you, or I love you and I still want you and it ain't working out Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get at you through this child. I had to learn Mm -hmm. that I did not like my ex. Didn't like him. But I had to also understand that the relationship I had with that man is different and separate and apart from the relationship he has with the children that Mm -hmm. I bore to him. And I am responsible for either uh, creating an environment where I can um, nurture that and work to where it grows regardless of what it is because that's between them my children are a little bit younger but I totally understand that I just wanted to say that because you know I was I was pissed I didn't like him and I didn't want nobody else to like him but it took my daughter saying that you know I really like my dad she said I like my dad mama he's so and she was a little bitty thing she may have been five or six years old I didn't even understand that I had this hurt that I wanted him right. to know how he hurt me, and I didn't want him, mm-hmm. but I needed him to know that. And once I got a grip of understanding that he was never going to understand that, and whether he did or not was not going to change where we were, and to allow him right. to have a relationship mm-hmm. with his daughter, I was not a healed person. Mm-hmm. Um, next call is 7648. You're on the air. Do you have any questions, any comments? 7648. Please don't just breathe on the line. Please just don't breathe on the line. (laughs) Somebody don't know their phone number. Yeah. Coming out out of the 205, just say hello. Just say hello. Just say hello if you're there. Okay, don't say it then. Don't say hello then. (laughs) Let's go to the next caller, and then we're going to uh, uh, talk a little bit more before we introduce platforms that our ladies have. Nine nine two eight, are you there and can you hear me? I'm here and I can hear you. Yes, you have any questions for our guest Shamika Michelle and Chris Clark of Naked Girls who are talking with us tonight about we women and our estrogen child. We be all over the place. You have any questions? I just want to commend y'all ladies for this topic of discussion because we as women are in our feelings a lot, mm-hmm. and we we sim- we simply react to how we feel, and we act to uh, react to other people for no reason whatsoever. And and mm-hmm. the situation like with uh, exes, and we 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 tend to hate somebody just because they used to they used to date the person that we're with, which is absolutely crazy. But mm-hmm. we we need to we need to grow up. 
We need mm-hmm. to grow up as women. We need to be mature because at the end of the day, that was then. This is now. I have even seen women who, you know, you 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 don't like this person. They weren't even together. Like they didn't. You didn't even know him when they were together. But you don't like her because she used to date him. That's crazy. But it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Me, mm-hmm. I have a a a, a, a child. He's he's grown. Twenty nine years old. But but you know, his father is married, and I call his wife. My baby mama. I mean, we get along. We talk on Facebook, whatever. How you doing? And when something goes on with him, if he needs some money sent to him, I call her and say, you know, uh, he needs some money. We, what can we do to get his card fixed or whatever? I talk to her. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, right. I don't yeah. understand the craziness of how we can't compliment one another, how, you know, somebody walks in a room Nails done, hair done, and we just said she thinks she all that. No, you think she all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you got to think what first. So you, what you're saying is two things. Because on the on one hand, the 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 extra hate we have for some for people, we watching all these reality TV shows that are so like having women arguing and fussing and fighting all the time that it's just so negative that that's seeping in our psyche also. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, the other thing you said was, I don't forget. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a little sip, sip while we was waiting. But um, Dad, there was something else you said. Um, you was like the son and the, the, the baby mother. And um, I forgot. I'll, I'll bring it up. But, yeah, that's why we can't see each other. Oh, women is territorial to friends. So, Emma yeah. is one eleven. Women is territorial to friends, so you know we territorial to men. No. Mm. Say that oh. again. So I'm all the all the ones, yeah. So I'm just like it be us. That's why I'm like, I know it's gonna be some real feminist women along the way that think that we are just wanting to keep women barefoot and pregnant. No. What I am mm. saying is, I think as women we have just not been in the hot seat never. Not enough. Mm. The only thing that's ever happened to us is broken hearts. And we never mm. think it's our fault, but we can't keep regular friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. But don't nobody discuss that. When you get to a mm-hmm. new friend, you got an old friend that's throwing a new friend shade because she don't want to let you go. And we trying to keep friends. Some people trying to keep friends since elementary school. I'm a grown woman. Mm. Who you was when we was eating Play-Doh? Is not who I want to have shots of tequila with now. You get what I'm saying? Right. Everybody don't right. grow and match. I want to be, when I walk in, I want to be with somebody that that stands up beside me when I want to wear booty shorts and a half shirt. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I don't want nobody trying to make me wear clothes when I go out because right. she don't want to wear clothes. I don't want nobody mm. that won't let me dance on the middle in the middle of the floor. I don't want that. So when I find a friend that wants to do that and we do the same thing, that's what I that's what I want. And I found that in Shamika. And so we just read the same person out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So women is like that. With women, you know how they're doing, men. 
Well, let me let me say, let me say this, and if anybody that is still on hold, because a lot of people I can see whether or not they want to actually be on the air, and some uh, do, but one inbox to me, and actually on the platform that said there are some side men too. Now I know, I know, you know, that's just we oh. always go there. There are some side men too, but I will say this: Have you not, ladies, realized that? Some of these new women, I think some of the millennial women, and I don't like to put people in categories by age all the time, but it is it, this is very well, true of a lot of the women that I know who are in that millennial group born in the uh, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, they, they almost have switched over the expectations of relationship and attitudes and even some emotions. I know so many young women who are absolutely acting like dudes. Like they can have just a, you know, a bucket of women, of, of dudes. They have a team, you know, Ooh. I thought it was a cute thing, you know, that they were able to move on, but actually they're functioning just like dudes as if there is no emotion. They're just getting to the bottom line. They, they do not know how to boil rice. They don't know how to cook because they're actually the guys in its form in the relationship. Do you think that that, is healthy um, as long as it's a balance because just me, I want no man that I can do anything to. I just don't. I don't want someone like that, but I do find that a lot of younger women are okay with having, with being the side dude, you know, having side dudes. Like she, she's married and she got side dudes. Like what's that about? I don't know. I feel like with some of these young girls though, they're pretending. Like yeah. society is saying, you got your Rihanna's that's saying I'm a savage. So all of them are like, oh, I'm savage. But then if you really look closely, they're not. They're dysfunctional. They're not. You know what I'm saying? They may be mm-hmm. sleeping with mm-hmm. this guy, that guy. Let's just be honest. I slept with this guy, that guy, you know, back in the day. But it's like mm-hmm. some of them are – um they're saying that they are something that they aren't, and I think that's the problem. You know, I think with every generation you have uh, females that are like, hey, just give me that and then get to stepping. But I don't think it's everybody, and I think that goes back again to having to be honest. Don't just be out here trying to be a savage because you think that's the cool thing to do because you're going to end up, looking stupid if you if you're not really about that life you know i think they're damaged i think they're damaged but i i I look at it like so you got to think about the effects of social media right you have a narcissistic Mm -hmm. generation of kids they don't even want babies they are disconnected Mm -hmm. from human relationships Mm -hmm. so they can fuck they can they're damaged but they're disconnected from men. When you've been having boyfriends since the kindergarten because we done put these kids in front of the Disney show, watching that mm-hmm. show Raven and all those little shows, they've been having boyfriends. We've let them have boyfriends since elementary school. My mother said I couldn't have a boyfriend until 16. However, I had a boyfriend in elementary school, but that was still minor, like, boyfriend stuff, right? I'm talking about mm-hmm. second grade a little girl crying over my son because he don't want to go with her no more. 
and mm-hmm. her mother's sister was the sister principal. Now this is a long time ago. He was singing Trey songs mm-hmm. to her on the on the playground. He was, you know. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I was like, yeah, he can't be Johnny Gill and nobody in in the mulch. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. um, why is a elementary school girl crying over a boy? And why is it talked? Why was it talked about in such a funny type of way? I didn't think it was funny. Mm-hmm. Then by fourth yeah. grade, I'm sitting among some girls, another little girl at a little picnic, and she asked me, like, "You want you want some donuts? You want me to go get you?" So she treating me like a mother-in-law. You know what mm. I'm saying? Just so, so I'm mm. just like these little girls starting so young that by the time they get to middle school, they are emotionally destroyed and detached with an itch that they need scratched. So they gonna mm. get some dick because the biological because that's the realness that is itching, right? Mm. But they already know that they can't care because boys have already showed them how they'll do them, mm. and they don't know that they are emotionally destroyed. That's why I said in the beginning, women, we dropping the ball because ain't no because there's a lot of men there's a lot of men that are not in the home. So, which means we are raising this generation that's messed up. Yeah, definitely. When you mm. let your daughter come tell you about a little boy, people say, I don't want her to have to sneak. No, sometimes you need to sneak because what happens is by the sixth grade, now you're picking up your little girl, your daughter's boyfriend, Ridiculous. and you're taking them out to eat. That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. Now they create creating bonds. Why do you feel obligated to that? My daughter is home. She'll be 21 in March still is not allowed to have company in her room. Like, there's a, a um, on uh, what's love got to do with it when the mama says, I'm the only sinner in this house, and that's how I feel. <laughs> Why do we feel obligated that we have to provide a space for them to uh, have sex or do whatever? Yeah. No, they can come over, but they're sitting on the couch. Ain't nobody getting ready to get busy um, on my rent money but me. I know that's right But listen Mm -hmm. ladies We're getting really close to the end of the show I want you all to be able To give information concerning Your platforms and then You know how the empress does She got to have something to say child At the end of the show she always got to have something Mm -hmm. to say But we're streaming live On Facebook baby and we're going to give you Some information on how we can do the after show Real candid right up so get your, you know, take your little, you ain't got to take your rods out. You can leave your styrofoam, them curlers, them pink, you know, them pink ones that you snap on the side. Mm-hmm. I don't wear those, but yeah, you can keep that in. We're going to talk the about Empire that. The Empire is show. a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue who wants to know all about just me i want to know about you so if you want to tell it like it is the empire is where it's going to go down check facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change for more information contact me at empress cooper davidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.theempress.com for when the empire speaks the empress listens I see you looking in that camera, looking at me, good. But we're gonna go on a pill, a pill that something. Now you just gonna have to look on the website. So I'm gonna put it on all of the all of the uh, shares onto my page. So-
you went out, Bobo. Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Okay, we now can. Okay, just wanting you to share with the people how they can get in contact with you for future shows, any events, anything you have coming up in the future, ladies. Oh, we got a lot coming up in the future. Chris will be um, doing some erotic poetry tomorrow night at a pre-Valentine's event. And then Tuesday, we will be speaking at another Valentine's event. And this is in Durham, North Carolina. In in Durham, North Carolina. The Uptown Bar and Grill. Yes. And then we'll be in... uh, Oh, okay. Michigan for a celebration of African women. I'm sorry, I don't have the title right in front of me, but we'll be there in July. So we're going, we're traveling all over. We'll be on the plug radio um, on the 25th, which is a Saturday. Um, and we also working on the naked. We call it. It's called the naked tour, and is um, the naked girls is the alumni, which is Javon Clark and George Franklin. And Shorty Rock, and we basically oh, wow. gonna do what we do, and they're gonna perform, and we just, you know, um, it's a lot of we we got a lot of things in the making of people that's asking us to come to different places. Um, um, we got the Turnish Church going on, TurnishChurch dot com, the new that's social true. site that's like um, the uh, what do we call it, the Black Person Facebook. <laughs> and we just you want to show people that we can come together and do something big um, as as black people that don't take us to get out in the streets and march and hold hands for other people. But we love everybody. I'm just saying. Right. And yeah. the blog is at nakedgirlsblog.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at the Naked Girls. Shamika Michelle's book, Keep It Naked, is um you could get that from Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, uh every. Yeah. Every bookstore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, Keep It Naked. You definitely don't want to miss that. It's um, uh aggressive self-help book. Very great read. Aggressive. Ooh, I um, like aggressive. I mean, just look out for us. Like I said, this is a movement, and it's a lot of stuff we don't may, might not have on paper yet in the sense of because we want to strategically do this. But, like, this is a movement. This is, like, Black women have been walking around saying that we've that we've been carrying the weight of our race on our backs because we living off of what our ancestors did in slavery. Now we're not going to talk about it no more. We're going to be about it, and we're going to start by getting naked, and when we get naked, it's going to let us get free, and when we're free, we're going to be able to love each other, and we're going to be able to be a community again. And when somebody redirects your child, you're not going to be in your feelings. And when you see a mm. person... um put some craziness on social media, you ain't going to like it just to appease her. You're going to go by. Nobody better not. Today, from today forward, I want no woman to press like on an ugly picture, on no bad videos. Yes. And if you got a close friend and she's taking pictures of a little girl every morning on the way to school, I need you to be truthful with her and say, um, I think you should stop that because by the time she gets to understand in her body, she's going to be wanting to take pictures for dude, for little boys, and then you're going to have a problem. I think that mm. every woman should pick at least one thing that they want to give up, that they hiding behind. Everybody not going to strip themselves down overnight. Everybody not going to take their weave out. They're not going to pluck their nails off. 
They're not going to give up their bags. I so understand that. There's a journey. But what I'm saying is that for the women, especially, let me see, maybe like 33 to 50, I think it's time for us to find a happy medium between young and old. I think that it's our responsibility to fix what we've done wrong. And one of the things that we can do is to get naked enough to be as regular as possible so that these young girls have something to look up to and aspire to. If we can't take off the mask, they'll never take off the mask. And at least we had a foundation. We robbed them of a foundation. We owe them that. We owe them that. Yes. We worrying about yes. a man and we about to lose like five generations of kids. We owe them that. Mm. Well, good. We Let me talk about relationships because people asking us about relationships. That's right. And 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 and, and, and I, I'm, I I I want I wish I had like some drums or something because I gone and you know because have a little church. You said Javon Clark, honey, and I did not know that y'all were related. Like this is just extra. This is what it's about, ladies. This is this is how you change things. Is you actually have to be able to articulate some things. So I'm so glad and so excited that we have both Shamika, Michelle, and Chris Clark on tonight with Naked Girls. They are still live on Facebook, and I need you to add them. I need you to add to all of their platforms because they get naked. Not literally. They just strip away all of that unnecessary. All of the unnecessary that keep us from being our greatest selves. I'm so glad she didn't ask me to pull up nails. I got to take this hair out of my head. I'm so glad she didn't tell me to do that because I'm not sure that I would be able to. But tonight has been a very fruitful night for me, and it's a confirmation of sorts because some of the very points I wanted to end the show with, our ladies were aligned in a spiritual way enough to know what the truth is as we see that. Now, I'm not saying that we're speaking for all women, but I think that there is some truth, a weighted truth to what we did agree about, those with the emotions of women. And the again, emotions are just a conscious experience that's characterized by a mental activity. And it has different degrees. It can have degrees of pleasure to displeasure. But what is the difference between why we do what we do? Well, once that emotion excites the neurological system of your body, you start to do some physical, some actual things. It turns into feelings, and those feelings move your body into places and do things that are not necessarily uh, the right things to do um, if you're not clear. If you're too emotional, you're just reactive, and you're not actually doing anything that's helpful for the situation that got you all emotional in the beginning. Now, men are statistically and biologically, according to some of these uh, uh, informations that I have, they are more sensitive than we are. They are more emotional than we are, but they are not socially approved to show those things. So they tuck those things over into a corner. Not that that's a great thing. It's just they're able to function. They're able to get some things done because they're able to show some of those emotions. Now, I'm not telling you ladies to turn into men. I'm just wanting you to understand that there is very little difference between us when it comes to cheating and when it be, when it comes to doing things out of emotion. Now, some of the more risky behaviors is what what that's what the that's what the literature says. Women cheat just as much as men and we cheat more dangerously. We put ourselves in more risky situations sometimes to the extent 
Maybe you have been having a love child expecting to have this relationship, which he is not going to leave. Okay, so men and women are both emotional. What you need to know that there are some things that you can stop doing to stop enhancing that whole displeasurable activity of acting out of emotions. It stops you from being the greatest part of yourself. It keeps you from being naked, just like my girl said. One thing you can do is to stop accepting behavior that is just not good for yourself and your soul. Love yourself enough to not say, oh, I know all men going to cheat. It's all right. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a pass because this is just the third person he done slept with. No, when you degrade yourself and you don't have enough love for yourself and you haven't related enough to your well-being, you will allow people to mistreat you. I mean, I think some of the uh, examples that we heard from even some of our guests tonight, um, uh, our callers tonight, they spoke to some truth of self-less uh, worth, people who don't have enough self-worth to require a certain caliber of treating yourself. If you if you brush your teeth, why would you date somebody who didn't brush theirs? Like, that makes no sense. If you take a bath and if you're cleanly uh, in, your, in your goings, why wouldn't you definitely want at least that for someone that you say that you care about. I mean, that's the way those things should go. But if you're good with a little dirty bastard, that's fine with me too. The other thing is if you go looking for stuff, ladies, you're going to find something. Okay, because a, a, a nosy person or a person who is putting the loved one that they have under investigation, you're looking for something that may or may not even be there. The idea that you're looking speaks to you not even trusting the choices that you've made in that person. And so that's with any level of relationship. Why would you need to check with your girlfriend about your girlfriend, whether or not she's telling the truth about how good you look the other night? It, it makes no sense. If that's the way that you feel, why not just cut out the middle and just be naked and tell the truth? I'm not sure. Our relationship is where it needs to be. This is what I'm feeling. Now, it does mean that you have to be vulnerable. That's a lot of the things that you don't want to be, but that's a characteristic of womanness that I think is particularly uh, uh, sexy for men. Men like to know that a woman is at least emotional, but not so emotional that she can't make rational decisions. Blaming other women outside of your relationship for your relationship issues is just stupid, okay? Because when you think about it, if you're in a relationship with a man, anything that you have of issue in that relationship, you need to go inside of that relationship and fix. Now, it's going to be some thoughtlers. It's going to be some trifling women who won't just prey on certain things because you talk too much and you tell everybody when you're on the rocks with your man. And because of that, you've given her the equipment to know the things that he's missing from you. You telling her he always trying to have sex with me and I'll be so tired when I work. She's going to be extra rested and going to do some tricks that you are telling her that you refuse to do. Keep people out of your relationship and have a relationship with the person that you're with. And then stop trying to change who the man is that you're with now. Like, I ain't into this Build-A-Bell man. Like, I'm not trying. If I meet you, and you cussing, I'm a, and I'm attracted to you, then I'm attracted to this cussing man, point blank, period. There's no need for me to suddenly find an issue for his vulgar mouth because I'm around my non-cussing family. 
either I have accepted that this man is a cusser or a cheetah or lazy or anything else that you've chosen, you have to understand that that's a reflection of what you have made the choice to be. You cannot build a man. If you want a child, have one. And then you can kind of create and kind of, you can't even do that for real. You can kind of guide what they're going to turn out to be. But when you get a grown man uh, of any caliber, whether he's the stellar man, he is the man of your dreams, or if he's just the man that you've chosen, then understand that that is who he is. If he is going to change, that's going to be a decision of himself, and it should not be an ultimatum. The other thing is it's very hard to talk about the women without having something to say about men, and I'm not going to say it in a negative tone. I'm going to say this. Uh, and I read this too, and I researched this too. Men feel like they can, um, that they want women in their lives who can be trusted. And most men who are confident in their manness usually have no problem with finding a trustful woman. Because a confident man creates trust, and that's exactly what women actually date for. That's one of the reasons why we date. We want to have someone who that we, we can trust. Someone that's going to protect us and make us unfearful. And speaking of fear, fear is one of the reasons why people have problems in their relationships. And it can be fear of a whole lot of stuff, fear of failure, fear of uh, insignificance, fear of not being loved, fear of abandonment. Once you lose fear, you're able to have a great relationship. And that's in any level of relationship. You can have a great work relationship once you understand why that person's there. They understand why you, that you're there. It's very clear what the expectations are of, and then you can function, and you can function at a high level. What's happening is we don't even know the people that we're in relationships with. We're fearful because if we ask him this, he might think that and he might leave me instead of saying, these are the things that I need in my life. These are the things that I'm fearful of. And then once that's stated, he is either going to do that or not. Like we got to get out of the emotional state of preparing ourselves for hurt when it may or may not even be there. We're damaged sometimes. And I, my sisters were talking about the number of generations of women who almost teaching to have this type of dysfunction in themselves. And if we don't soon correct something, we're going to have a grand uh, issue because not only are we going to have some of these women who have no characteristics of being nurturers and, and preparers of the home and loving uh, wives and mothers, we're going to have a bunch of people who don't get a damn. They're going to be in that for as long as it serves them, we've become extremely selfish with trying to do what we were created to do. Women give birth to the world, and particularly black women, because we came from Africa, in case you don't know. It is Black History Month, I can say that. But that this has been a wonderful show for me tonight and on tomorrow, again, from North Carolina. I'm like, what is going You know, I didn't even realize that they were both from the Carolinas. I think it was North Carolina. And tomorrow on the show, we're going to have George Freeman, who is an ex. First of all, he's sexy. Okay, let's just say that. I don't know what they feed them up in Carolina. They're smart and they're sexy. He's going to be on our show tomorrow with the man and the music. What 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 is it with black men and music and their ability to be so wooing? 
I think that, you know, I've heard, I don't know, I ain't never dated no musician, but that they can be extremely, extremely romantic and have a lot to give to relationships because of that artistry in their bloodstream. Now, Mr. Freeman plays piano, he writes songs, he sings, he plays, I think he plays the sax, I'm not quite sure, but he composes, he writes He's just a multifaceted black man. Now, why don't we celebrate that type of black man versus a man who is dunking and pitching passes or, you know, rapping or all of that? Like, what's, why is it that we don't give the credence we need to give to our black men? We're going to talk about that on tomorrow. But tonight, we have resolved ourselves into being less emotional black women in particular, but women as a whole. We're going to be whole women to give our naked selves to our next generation of children. Until next time, damn it. The runners. Core DJ. Sometimes you don't realize what you've done. Until you see the damage. DJ, DJ,
done. Until you've seen the damage. And now look at the damage. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens.